It's called active listening because it takes work, but that work is worth it. Hey leader, David Burkus here, organizational psychologist and author of five best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever. Listen, I have a question for you. Are you a good listener? I mean, how do you know, right? Uh, you might think you're a good listener. I, it's the type of thing that you might have had someone have to tell you at a certain point to know whether or not it's true. Uh, but then that brings another question, who said it? And how many people think you're a good listener? Now, as a leader, this is a huge question, right? Because so much of your ability to solve the problems that your team is asking you to solve depends on you understanding them, and you understanding them depends on you being able to listen to them. Now, there's a lot of people who think they're a good listener. There's a lot of people who are able to get sort of the context of what somebody says, but there's a lot more people who think right, that they're good listeners and truly aren't. And I think part of the reason for this is that when I ask you, are you a good listener? This is actually a trick question because this isn't a yes or no. This isn't a, a be type of thing. You can't just be a good listener. Listening is a skill actively listening to what your team has to say and what the people in front of you, work context or not, have to say is a skill. And it's a skill that you develop over time and it's a skill that can degrade if not developed over time. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about the skill of active listening. We're gonna outline four specific things you need to do to practice that skill whenever you're being asked to be in listen mode. And we'll give you some ideas on why those four things work so well. And at the end of this, you'll have a pretty good answer to that question, are you a good listener? Because you'll know whether or not you've developed along these four skills. Let's get started. So the four skills actually come from communication expert Julian Treasure. One of the best TED Talks I've ever seen is Treasure's talk on being a good listener. And what he does is he outlines this acronym or acrostic, depending on whether or not you think it's poetry, called RASA, R-A-S-A. Receive, appreciate, summarize, ask. Receive, appreciate, summarize, ask. And if you wanna be a good listener, these are the four areas you need to be building on. These are the four skills you need to be developing in order to grow in that area. Let's start at the top with receive. Now, what does this one mean? It means are you actually receiving the information? Right, so many of us, we're listening, but we're listening so that we can catch that Pause, and then we could jump in with what we're gonna say. We're listening, and as we're listening, we're writing the script of our response. And okay, that might be efficient, right? That way you can jump right in and get your, your word in, and that might work really, really well if there's a debate you're trying to win, but if you're truly trying to listen and understand, it's a horrible skill, it's a horrible habit to develop, right? Because how often have you been writing up what you're about to say and then you catch something else and you realize, oh, they either A, already know that, or B, my piece of advice won't help and now I have to spend all my time thinking about a new thing to say instead of just stopping and focus on receiving. Pay attention, make eye contact if you have to, read their lips if you have to, take notes if you have to, do whatever you need to do to make sure you're actually receiving the information that they're saying. We'll worry about your response later, but that you're actually receiving the information and the details of that information that they're saying. That's what we mean when we say receive. Appreciate, now this is a little bit different. This is where you do need to be focused kind of on your reactions. Are you making those ums and ahs, those, those nods, those gestures, those tell me mores, those, 
those little things that show that you appreciate what they have to say, right? If you've ever talked to somebody and told them a story and you knew you were entertaining them and they were really into it, you know what it's like to be you know, on the receiving end of appreciation. You know what it's like to be telling a story when someone's appreciating you. Now mimic that. Whatever it is that helps you feel like what you're saying is really being received, do that non-verbally to other people. So that could be nodding your head, that could be eye contact, that could be gestures, that could be ums and ahs, that could be little things that you say like, yes, right, mm-hmm, totally, right? So you're still speaking, but you're really not. You're not trying to get a word in, you're appreciating. And all of that is fine because all of that encourages them to share more. You'd be amazed how much more you hear when you appreciate because they're actually going to say more. They know you're in it and they know that they have free reign to express more and so they do. And you end up receiving a whole lot more as well. Now the third skill is S, summarize. Can you summarize what you just said? Now you may have been in a communication training somewhere and they told you to, to summarize before you start saying anything and so what you'll learn is that little like, that little cliche, that, that little phrase that kind of makes me roll my eyes because it's a little cringe, that little phrase, what I hear you saying is. And that's not actually a bad way to go. I think most people know you're kind of being fake or you're trying to mimic training when you say that specific thing, but the spirit is there. So you could say, what I heard you say is this, or you could say, it sounds like this, or, or here's what I'm, I'm getting for that. The idea with summarize is twofold. One, you wanna demonstrate that you actually did receive, right? That you actually were listening. And so if you're summarizing what they're saying or what you're hearing them say, you're demonstrating that you truly are in it, that you're truly paying attention. But the second and probably more important reason is it gives you a chance to check for understanding. I mean, the beauty of what I just heard was, as cringe as it sounds, is it, it's a question in a sense. It's a question in that it asks you to confirm is that what you were saying? That's what I received, but is it what you're actually saying? Or should we go back to you and give you another shot to communicate what you truly wanted to communicate? So we're not only demonstrating that we've been in it and we've been listening, we're checking for understanding, which helps that person feel heard as well. So can you summarize what you heard you said before you say anything? And speaking of before you say anything, that takes us to the fourth skill, which is ask. Before you offer advice, before you offer your response, can you ask them questions that allow them to expand further on what they're saying? So something you heard when you were receiving or checking for understanding might prompt a specific question. Tell me more about this issue over here. Tell me more about the budget. Right? You, you, know, you, you mentioned that you met her here. Tell me more about that. So you're asking them to expand on things that, that were interesting to you or that you might actually take the conversation somewhere. But more importantly, you're sending the message that you're actually trying to hear them, that you really truly want to download all of the information they have to ask. Now, if you're in a leadership role, this is hugely important because we as leaders have this tendency to have uh, what my friend Michael Bungay Senior calls the advice monster creep up on us. And, and we think that anytime somebody comes to us with what sounds like a problem, what they want is our advice. And that's true to some extent, but what, what they want first is to feel heard and then they want help finding the right course of action. That right course of action might be internal to them, not necessarily your advice. But instead we just jump in with the advice thing. We're not doing that here and that's why we're asking questions first. The other reason is that often when people come to you with a problem, especially if you're in a leadership role, they're not coming to you with the real problem. They're coming to you with a problem they trust admitting to you. So they might actually tr be trying to disguise their role in some failure, or they might actually be sharing all of the information because that is making them more vulnerable than they wanna be. 
And if you just jump right into advice, not only are you solving the wrong, wrong problem, you're, you're validating why they don't trust you. So you're gonna ask those follow-up questions. By the way, if you have no idea what else to ask, you've received everything, you've appreciated it, you've summarized, and you're like, okay, I need to ask a question first before I can say anything, but I don't know what to say, try this question. What else? What else is on your mind? Or, and what else about that? Tell me more. Anything that just says, okay, yeah, you know, I heard you, but let, let's keep going, tell me more. Sometimes that alone is the invitation people need to tell you the actual problem. Now, other times you may need to get a specific question, but there's never an excuse for not having a specific question that helps you to ask. So thinking about all of these four, receive, appreciate, summarize, ask. You should be thinking about these as skills you need to develop as a leader, but also admit it. These are things you would love to see other people demonstrate as well. And on your team, that, that right there may be one of the single things that contributes to their greater performance more. Because the reason leaders need to develop the skill of active listening is not only to help them solve problems better, to hear their people and solve those problems better, but it's because leaders model the way. When you develop the skill of active listening, when you receive, appreciate, summarize, ask, you're training your people to do the same thing. And now they're actively listening to each other and they're better communicating with each other and they're better hearing each other. And as a result, they're getting better ideas. They're getting different perspectives. They're thinking through possible problems and solutions more and they're making better decisions. The skill of active listening is, yeah, it's gonna help you be a better leader, but when you scale it out across the team because you've modeled the way, it's gonna help everyone on your team do their best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if you really liked it and you wanna go deeper and lead smarter, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkuscom slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do its best work ever.